0: This is Made in Montana News from the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. The Montana Department of Public Health and Human Services says nine new cases of COVID 19 were reported in Montana between Saturday and Monday, increasing the state's total count to 548. One new case of COVID 19 was reported on Saturday, five on Sunday, and three new cases on Monday. Three cases were reported in Gallatin County and in Bighorn County, two in Yellowstone County, and one in Stillwater County. As a result of the new cases, Bighorn County officials reinstituted some restrictions. Employees at all Bighorn County businesses must now have their temperatures checked before starting work. People with temperatures over 100 degrees will be sent home. Dine-in establishments in the county are now limited to 50 percent, capacity down from 75 percent. Bighorn convenience stores, bars, restaurants, and lodging establishments must have their employees wear cloth masks. The rise in Montana's case count came as health officials nationwide warned that protests sparked by the police killing of George Floyd could lead to additional COVID-19 outbreaks. The National Interagency Fire Center says fire potential in western Montana this summer will be above normal. The long-term outlook for the northern Rockies forecast area from July through September is a high probability for above-normal temperatures and below-normal precipitation. The NIFC says many of this year's existing weather patterns are similar to 2007, a year that brought Missoula's average high to 96 degrees, with 12 days at topped 100 that summer. That year, 9.3 million acres burned in more than 85,000 fires. Luckily, Montana is wetter coming into this summer than it was in 2007, according to Brian Henry, an NIFC meteorologist. Lightning storms have already started fires in Alaska, and during the past month, Wyoming has become increasingly dry, according to Henry. The dryness in the southwestern corner of Montana near Dillon is, quote, a bit disturbing, according to Michael Degrosky, Fire Protection Bureau Chief for the Montana Department of Natural Resources and Conservation. He told the Environmental Quality Council that the state's firefighting resources have been deployed strategically around Montana to ensure a quick response to any blaze. He says that tactic is important during the coronavirus pandemic because in the past, large fires have congregated firefighters from across the United States and even other countries such as New Zealand and Canada. That is a new concern this year. Quote, COVID-19 makes everything much more complicated, Degroski said. Our goal is to carry out our critical work, but make sure we are protecting our workers from COVID transmission to retain our firefighters' capacity. Fish, Wildlife, and Parks officials say a mother grizzly bear and her two cubs have been captured and relocated because they were coming near residents and eating grain along the Rocky Mountain front. One of the young bears was lured into a culvert trap about 10 miles southwest of Shelby on Sunday. That's according to grizzly bear management specialist Wesley Sarmento. The sow and the other cub were standing nearby and were tranquilized. Sarmento says since the mother bear has no previous conflicts with people, the family of bears would be relocated. Wildlife managers have not indicated where that relocation will be. Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks has proposed a plan regulating fishing outfitters and easing crowding on the Madison River. The proposal would cap the number of guided trips, prohibit guided trips on some river sections on some days, and begin gathering data on non-guided fishing pressure. The 51-page environmental assessment will be considered by the Montana Fish and Wildlife Commission in a virtual meeting next week. The commission will vote on putting the document out for a public review process that could lead to regulations in 2021. Commercial guiding would be banned on a part of the river two days a week from June 15th to September 30th, an idea referred to as Rest and Rotation. Boats would be kicked out of the river's two wade fishing only sections, Quake Lake to Lions Bridge and Ennis to Ennis Lake, for two days a week during the same time period. U.S. Attorney Kurt Olney says a Shelby woman has been sentenced to six months in federal prison for buying a handgun that she then gave to a 17 year old. A jury convicted 52 year old Susan Caitlin Scott of Shelby in January a false statement during a firearms transaction, and transfer of a handgun to a juvenile. Under federal law, it's illegal for anyone under the age of 21 to buy a handgun from a licensed dealer, and it's illegal for unlicensed people to sell or transfer a handgun to anyone under the age of 18. Scott filled out paperwork at a sporting goods store in Great Falls to buy a Taurus 9mm handgun in November of 2018 and said she would be the owner, according to prosecutors. She then gave it to the boy as an early birthday present, prosecutors said. Scott was sentenced by U.S. District Judge Brian Morris in Great Falls. And finally, according to a University of Arizona economist who studies the New Deal, the same plan used in the 1930s to provide power to rural Montana could be used to provide high-speed Internet service. From 1935 to 1940, the Rural Electrification Administration, a New Deal program, subsidized the construction of 250,000 miles of power lines that brought electricity to 956,000 farms. According to Dr. Price Fishback, the REA was among the most efficient of the stimulus programs, rolled out by Franklin D. Roosevelt during the Great Depression. Fishback's research shows that the effects on farm areas during the Depression were less severe in areas that participated with the REA power program because the farms were more productive. Electricity allowed them to pump irrigation water. Heaters increased the size and hatch rate of chickens. Lighting in pig pens reduced trampling. One piglet saved usually was enough to offset the cost of electricity for a year. He says a similar model could work to expand broadband today. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on anchor.fm slash j-scott or on our Treasure State Radio or KGRT-DB webpages. The podcast now has listeners in 15 countries on six continents. Made in Montana news is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountain Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, and ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.